going, oh, we've got to wash the bed sheets. Oh, we've got to hoover the floor. Oh, let's take the bins out, you know, when we're both dressed in like hoodies and joggers and we both look like shit. It's, I just don't think that's what a relationship should be about. I think that's how people become friends and more like housemates and it kills the romance and the sex appeal that you initially brought each other together for. Hello guys and welcome back to another video. In this video we're going to be talking about men and women living together. Should should we do it? Okay, so once you've had kids it's very difficult to say no to that question. You kind of have to be in the same house to have a settled home for that child. And then it's very difficult because it almost feels like a divorce where do you want to have him on weekends, you know, or her on weekends. That's a weird dynamic. I think at that point, yeah, once, you know, like old school, once they got married, they moved in together. Or once they had children, they kind of moved in together and started that family home. I think that worked. I think a big problem in this era as to why relationships don't work is that we decide to move in together very, very quickly. I feel like men and women are so different by nature in terms of their habits, the way they want to lay out a house, their ownership of certain rooms. I think it works so much better when a couple actually has their own independent space and then can choose to meet each other when it's convenient to both parties. I think that works fantastically. You know, from personal experience, whenever I've lived with a woman or dated a woman and not lived with her, I know from experience that, and it's not always the case, but when you're living together, you you both, okay? I want to make a make kind of an emphasis on both there. You both try less. So both of you say, okay, I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to wear my jogging bottoms and a t-shirt. You know, I might not shave for five days and everything gets a little bit hairy under here, here. You get a monobrow. You know, you don't get a haircut for like two weeks because you're like, well, I live with this person. Who cares? You know, people start farting in the bed and stuff right this this happens this is what couples do they might have toothpaste dripping down here and these are things that the other one as well you you know you catch your partner on the toilet you know, your girlfriend's on a period which is normal and natural but she's just leaving stuff around the bathroom smells you know obviously it's not pleasant these are natural things okay i'm not saying it's a problem i don't i personally don't have a problem with any of these things if i walk in and my partner was taking a shit I I just couldn't care less, right? Even if it's smell, I'm like, it is what it is, right? Don't be with that person if you can't handle that stuff. But I think, undoubtedly, you know, and it's in reverse too. She could catch you doing the same thing, right? It's the same shit. But undoubtedly, it destroys an element of the romance. Because when you're dating each other, but you live in separate places, well you have two different destinations to go to. So it keeps it fun. It keeps it lively. You know, should we go back to yours? Should we go back to mine? There's different locations. And it almost feels like a dating scenario every single time. So even like a Netflix and chill type of night feels like a date. So you, what, here's what happens, okay? It gets to like the Wednesday. You arrange, okay, we're going to meet on the Saturday. Okay, nice. On the Thursday, maybe the girl's going and getting her hair done. Maybe she's sleeping better. You know, she's like, I want to get a couple early nights. The guy's thinking the same. 
the guy doesn't masturbate for like three days. He's like, I want to be ready for this, okay? He's in the gym twice as hard as usual. He goes and gets a haircut on the Friday. She's getting her nails and whatever done. She's getting a facial. You know, on Friday night, they both have a fantastic sleep or something. And then on the Saturday, wake up. You know, maybe he has an early gym session and gets a nice pump going. Maybe she does the same with her lower body. Looks great. But both of them been eating clean all week because they want to make a great first impression. Uh, Not first impression, but like a good impression when they haven't seen each other for a week or whatever. Both people are excited to see each other. They both get dressed up. You know, the guy's trying to look his best after shave on. He wants to smell and look good. He's trimming all his toenails, etc. You know, all the small little things like plucking nose hairs out, ears, hair, ear hairs. He looks fantastic. She's doing all the makeup, putting some nice clothing on, dressing up because you're going out to meet each other, okay? It's got a different dynamic than just being in the house and being like, hey, morning, babe. So when you do finally meet each other, the guy's like, wow, she's stunning. She thinks she's got a fantastic catch because he looks good. His hygiene is good, which women are big on. And then you go out, you know, you have a date scenario where you haven't seen each other for a week. You're excited. You're sharing stories throughout the week of what happens. Because again, I know from experience, I would, when I've been dating girls, when we haven't lived together, I will tell a story and it's exciting. Okay. It's like, oh, wow, that's brilliant. When you live together and you've repeated that story maybe twice throughout the week you know suddenly is egotistical you're talking about yourself too much why is it always about you it's like the dynamic changes completely whereas it's exactly the same as it was you know something that was seen as ambitious is now seen as bragging or talking about yourself two or three days a week whereas when you were first meeting it was just excitement i want to tell you about stuff that i'm doing and i think when you live together it ruins that romantic side of things that spon- spontaneity it just ruins all of those kind of aspects to love courtship dating whatever you want to call it i think once you live together you share in each other's bad days okay so you could be having the worst week ever but you're excited because you're like well at least tomorrow i get to see that girl who i think's super attractive we're going to spend the whole day together she looks beautiful maybe there's some sex on the cards you know going to take my mind off everything that we've been doing we're going to watch a movie or something like that you know you're doing something different to the norm Whereas when you've had a bad week and you're coming back seven days a week, or let's say, you know, it gets to the Saturday, Saturday was good, the weekend was good, but five days in the week, you're coming back every night, it's raining, you're both coming back from work, you're like, oh, God, you know, we've got to go and do the shopping and we've got to go and do this and that, and neither of you are really in the mood to be happy and excited. I think that drains on people, you know, and once you've had kids, married, whatever you want, you know, whatever it is, I, I may, maybe not marriage, I think you could still s- stay separate. But I think once you've had kids, you can move in together. But what that would allow is some freshness. Okay. So, so many people might meet at like, let's say 25. By 26, they've moved in and they're living together. By 32, they have their first child. And then they're still living together. I just don't think there's any need for that first six years before the child or seven years before the child well yeah six years before the child to be living together because I think you end up killing the romance then having a child and then you know what children do they kill it even more and I just think it's like the final nail in the coffin whereas if you'd never lived together and then you have a child and you all move in and you're like oh this is going to be great the first five six years of that is going to be like a honeymoon period it's going to be fantastic okay It's going to be more fun than you've ever had in your life because you're not used to it. I I just think it adds an element of variety. Like I said, spontaneity. 
I just think you'd really appreciate that moving in and starting the family life rather than just weighing on each other for six or seven years, first of all, renting a house together and then saying, okay, let's go and get a mortgage and have kids and whatnot, and then doing the same thing over and over again. I just think it's quite nice for, I think it's quite nice to not overuse something. So I think this woman's really sexy. The sex was fantastic last night. I really don't want her to leave, but she's got to go home because she's got work in the morning. And, you know, vice versa, if I was at her house, I think that works really well because then you have to wait maybe two or three days if you meet in the week or maybe you wait until the weekend to see each other again. I just think that keeps that kind of school-like, youthful, young love element in a relationship. And you, you guys know me. I, I don't actually believe in relationships in that sense, but I'm always trying to find solutions to certain things. And if you want to be in a relationship, if that's you, then that's fine, okay? If you, you're more about that life, then do it. Because not everyone wants to go, okay, I'm going to start a business, have kids at 40. Like, I, I get that that's me. I just say what I want to do. You know, if you want to do something different, fair enough, okay? But if you do want to have a relationship, don't be so quick to move in together. Because it is the quickest way to kill the romance. You know, the person that you live with is probably not going to wear makeup six days of the week. Right? Which is fine. It's normal. It's natural. But other girls out on the street are. So you're going to be more tempted. You're going to start questioning. You're going to be looking around. I think this is why so many guys end up cheating or getting depressed about being with the same person for a long period of time is that what got you to the dance, what attracted both of you to each other, as soon as you move in together, all of that gets killed. You know, it's, uh, it's, it should be all the good stuff, but it's like 80% bad stuff. And it has to be. You know, how can you live in a house and not clean up? How can you live in a house and not... see? You're associating with, we've got to clean the house, babe, okay? Oh, we should really clean up, babe. We should really do the washing. The fridge is dirty. We need to clean it out. You're associating chores and bad shit and, oh, we've got to go and do the shopping. Who's cooking tonight? Oh, I'm tired. I don't really want to have sex tonight. You know, all of this bad stuff, which didn't exist when you lived in separate homes, you cleaned your house on your own. Because you wanted it to look nice for when she arrived. So when she arrived, it was all clean. It's just good stuff. You see what I'm saying? And I think so many relationships fall at that first hurdle because they move in together. And it's just negative shit. You know, and it's not, it's not really bad. I'm not saying it's torment. It's like hell. I'm just saying it's stuff that none of us want to be doing. You don't want to be cleaning. You don't want to be having to do the cooking unless it's something that you two enjoy doing together. But you don't want to be going, oh, we've got to wash the bedsheets. Oh, we've got to hoover the floor. Oh, let's take the bins out, you know, when we're both dressed in like hoodies and joggers and we both look like shit. It's, I just don't think that's what a relationship should be about. I think that's how people become friends and more like housemates and it kills the romance and the sex appeal that you initially brought each other together for.